season is officially over. Podcast 236, January 11, 2023. The date's wrong on the docket, Dows. Got to fix that for next year. It's also pod 237, so we got some issues off the bat. <laughs> yeah, 237, we'll start over again. End of the season. Uh, TalkShowFantasy.com, you'll see all our start sets from this year. Weaver, Wire, um, articles, players pick up now stuff, and we'll get some more rookie mock drafts going soon by Dows. Um, probably as well as Craig and myself in the next couple months. But uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at TalkShowFNTSY. How's it going, guys? Glad to be done with the year. Let me say that. Uh, yeah. Rough year for me, fantasy-wise. So, uh, just ready to put in the rear view. Start looking forward. Like you said, been working on the rookie mocks. We've got one up there on the site already. Uh, needs to be updated with the changing positions for teams. But that'll be something that we kind of maintain over the offseason. Uh, just really looking forward to diving into those guys. Yeah, I think it's going to be an exciting offseason. Um, I've, I ended up finishing the year with some, some decent numbers, but at the same time, whether you win the championship or not, everyone's excited for this to be over, especially with what happened over on week 17, um, not being able to finish some championships. There's a lot up in the air talking about that. People had to get creative in order to get a championship completed. So it's just a little, little tough, uh, sour taste in the mouth to end the season. Um, but, uh, overall, I mean, Learned some things, fell fell down a few times, got back up. Yeah, and uh, I'd yeah. say the one the one big positive <laughs> from this season was having Jock Market introduced to our lives. So yes. uh, everybody, go ahead, sign up on Jock Market, use the code TSF for a hundred percent deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Jeff, I think, is still murdering it on Jock Market week in and week out. Uh, like he's got to be up a couple G's at this point. Craig, I know you were killing it for a while, and then I think you kind of just stopped playing. But I don't know if you've been getting into it on the low key and just not telling us because you don't want to share your winnings. But no, or your losses, so, <laughs> my losses. Yeah. So no, I, I did start off. I got like a hundred, couple hundred the first couple times, and then I got greedy and then I lost yeah. it. So um, sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> I was That's, like, oh, I, I know what I'm doing now. <laughs> I mean, there's still some strategy to it, but uh, yeah, you, you, Jeff's been killing it because he's he's picked the the players at the t- at least from my understanding he's picked some players at the top that after um the market close they you know should finish top five so the money just naturally goes up so you have to have some big money to make big money but um yeah no i mean if if, if anything i'd listen to whatever chess says yeah i i think that's that's the takeaway here whatever jeff's doing follow suit we'll try to get him on another podcast shortly to give uh, some of his insights for jock market but um besides that Fantasy football, done. Scott, championships this year? Any? Some? None? In a few. Um, oh, I mean, we only won the vampire one, which yeah. is cool. Yeah, cool. All right, great. <laughs> so, yeah. At least we're vampire again, though. Being that That's cool. We can change yeah, it up if that... we want to something else. We could do that guillotine league we've talked about. Yeah, and that's true. Um, no, like I said, I was in a few. Came in second a lot. Again, we'll talk about what happened week 17, but yeah, Greg, I knew was in one big one, at least. I don't yeah. know if you were in any other ones. Yeah, no, I was in one big one. And from everything that I heard from a lot around many people that I talked to, the winnings ended up just getting split and the name on the trophy was figured out in a different way. And that's what ended up happening in ours. Um, Same here. We, uh, I ended up numbers wise, I ended up finishing in second. 
and then um another league i finished in third on um i was up big on that one and then the the other guy was like yeah i'm not i wasn't gonna win this so he ended up just conceding um so i i finished near the top in two leagues and then out of the playoffs in two others yeah I had yeah no so not the greatest so year move on <laughs> move just wash my hands of 2022 and look forward to the future yeah i guess we can get right into what we we're talking about you know there's an asterisk why people split the winnings and of course the b- biggest news uh damar hamlin um pretty much stopped breathing on field pretty much died on the field um i think everyone has seen it we were watching the game of course it, Monday night football game during the ch- championship. I have guys like Higgins chase to, uh, Craig has guys like Higgins going against Josh Allen. So we're looking at this game and we're, we're pumped for it. And this happens and we're kind of sitting like, okay, wh- when does the game start back up? And then yeah. I think I was texting Dallas and you're like, dude, I don't know if this guy's alive right now. Like they, yeah. they're, they're not cutting to him. Like that's scary. It was almost immediate that it didn't really seem like they should play the game right away. Like, I don't know if me personally, I think everyone's heard top to bottom, the whole coverage of this. It's just in fantasy regard, you know, now uh, what we get a half out, we can kind of talk about the ramifications fantasy wise. Um, And uh, it just, it just ended up being pretty difficult, but thank God the guy didn't die because if he did, then we would have, you know, who knows if they would have played again, uh, the bills on, on Sunday or, or, you know, uh, would T Higgins have ended up playing, you know, there's a lot of what ifs. Um, so we're, we're happy. The guy's home now. Um, yeah. Discharge from the hospital, yeah. like less, or just, just over a week rather, um, is pretty nuts. I mean, goes to show phenomenal shape of these NFL athletes, but like, that happens to one of us. We probably just explode into dust and call it a day. Well, the biggest thing was, and they talked about was the fact that CPR was started almost immediately where like, think of, you know, if you're in your home and, and that happens, like your wife's in the other room or, or, you know, even if no one's home, like it's going to take a very long time for someone to get there. So they you could even be playing a high school sport and just not have, you know, emergency medics in uh, an ambulance on site. I mean, something right. just is, just same exact play could occur in the wrong setting and it's a different outcome. So yeah, for, by the grace of God, you know, he's fine. He's with his family. He's good. He's seems coherent. It looks like he's not lost any like significant memory loss, which is crazy for all the stories we heard. So uh, good for him. And then, like you said, for the, for the fantasy side of it, you know, when we get a little selfish and we think about the fantasy aspect and how it impacts us, you know, in the moment, I think most people, almost 99% of the, rational people that we play fantasy with were like don't even worry about it you know we'll, we'll sort it out this is this is what it is but yeah like scott said it was a bummer because we were all geared up for a huge monday night showdown that was about to determine probably every fantasy football matchup in the country or close to it like these guys were the the top tier players jamar chase t higgins josh allen joe burrow joe mixon digs like digs like you're just name the guys and they're they're dominating the league so um yeah if it, it does just you show had, you like guys you probably were in your championships yeah dra- uh, draft bangles and bills next it, year because everyone yeah. has those play- like like singletary was was a guy you were probably starting on your yep. flex you know like mm-hmm. there were so many guys i'm like wow this it's insane how like every champ is I, I didn't see one league or hear of one league that was you know decided all our guys played 
before the Monday night game. I didn't hear any league that was like that. At least someone on that team on the, in that game was going to play. Yeah, and, and I mean, I think it goes to show, again, the reinforcement of your league cannot end on week 18 or the last week of the season. Because if you had a neck-and-neck contest and you needed a tiebreaker or some sort of other fair way to do it, you needed that extra week, even if it was inconvenient, even if it didn't make the most sense, whatever it was, even if it was unfair, you needed that extra week. That's why you don't end your fantasy leagues on the last week of the actual regular season. It's Well, what would you have done? I mean, if you had a question mark, and we didn't have that week 18. We would have sat there and people, we would have lost friendships over fantasy football <laughs> because we couldn't have come to an agreement. Yeah. I mean, I think it would have just ended uh, the way that Sleeper had said or all the other platforms yeah. had done was the, the numbers were the numbers and whoever you would have had to. Yeah. Um, which sucks. Yeah. That'd which be a tough, tough in piece. some right, a lot of, t- a lot of leagues did. Um, and if that's the way that they wanted to do it, I mean, it made, it made sense. Um, no, again, no easy way to, figured out after that um i think we're beating a dead horse to be honest with you i kind of want to move on yeah yeah it's um so uh we we have now the coaching carousel has started um black monday as they call it has already come and gone um some coaches have already been fired i'm sure some more are out there um i mean i know the uh, offensive coordinator for the jets was fired today um so let's go with uh first one um the the biggest uh i guess bill belichick confirms he will return uh, if the 2023 season, um, hopefully that is without Matt Patricia at offensive <laughs> coordinator. Um, he has yet to be let go. So like, <laughs> you know, we'll be weird. <laughs> I do think that you won't see him fired because of who he is to Bill Belichick. I think you see him reassigned somewhere else on the team. So we won't have that big momentous firing that I think a lot of Patriots fans and, uh, you know, are kind of hoping for. I think instead you'll see them kind of low key interview a few people on staff and maybe some outsiders. Uh, hopefully, Bill O'Brien gets a phone call. But uh, whoever it is, I think you'll hear about the hiring of that person. And then the questions will come out what is Matt Patricia going to be? And then eventually we'll probably find out that he's affiliated somehow in some made up role, assistant to the head coach, uh, you know, assistant to the regional manager. Who, who knows what it's going to be? But it will be a made-up title that doesn't really have any concrete founding on, on most franchises. I mean, to me, he's a cancer to the locker room. Like, it's it's so much the the players' interactions with him, too. Regardless of the bad play calling, he still is around, and that's going to be an issue. Um, yeah, he you saw was, what happened in Detroit. Yeah, he was even in some sort of, like, an assistant to the role uh, the year before, after the Detroit firing, because he was in the um, front office. Um, either way, if it, I don't know, I think the guy needs to go. But you're right, Belichick has ties to him for, for whatever reason. He he's he's groomed him since he was like a teenager. So uh, it's it's going to be it'll be tough. But in and one also, of the oh sorry, go ahead, Scott. We think about like you said, like he's left a lot of be- like sour taste in a lot of those Lions players from years. Now they're spread out in the NFL. Like, who's going to want to come here if they don't respect that guy? Like, you heard two years ago when Stafford went to the Rams. He said, I will go any place besides the the Patriots. I'll get traded anywhere besides the Pats because Patricia is now there. Like, you you got to think of that, too, which we'll get to the D-Hop thing, too, but... um. Right. And the Patriots already like the Patriots already weren't a prime free agent destination. <laughs> so you add this into the mix and it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's so we're going to we're going to lowball you. 
It's going to be freezing for three months of the season. And, and there's a new state tax. Not a, yeah, yeah. Yep. There's a new then, state tax, too. And I was going to say, uh, also for uh, Mac Jones's perspective, now this will give him, if they change offensive coordinators, his third coach in three or four years. I mean, between McDaniels, uh, Patricia, whoever they third bring season in. season next year, yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of uh, I mean, you, you, the instability. You do need someone new, but you need someone that's going to be there for years. Yeah, for at least like, a, a few years. For him, like but. you can't be doing this one and done. You see what happens to guys that have a changing of the guard at the offensive coaching positions. Uh, Ryan Tannehill struggled for you know ten years in Miami until he got out and got some stability. It's it, you see it all too often with quarterbacks. So you hope that Mac Jones doesn't fall victim to that and get scapegoated when he hasn't really had a chance to succeed with a, you know a consistent uh, offensive approach. All right, moving on. Um... After one season, Lovey Smith is fired in Houston. Um, I loved, I loved him. The in week eighteen, tried his hardest to get that win to not get him the number one uh, pick. Number <laughs> two to win the game. Like if you know you're getting canned, and again we say it all the time, these players don't give a shit about the pick. They play to play. Like it doesn't matter if it, oh we can get you know a top guy this year, but it doesn't matter. That means you guys are out. Like. Yeah, you, these guys w- want to win. Of course, Brandon Cooks plays his best game because he doesn't want them to get the first pick too. So, yeah, just the, the players a, play to win the games. But the coach, right. yeah, if if he knew he was on the way out, this is an awesome move by him. Like, go go win the game, tank the pick. If not, he could have been trying to win. I think we talked about it in our group chat to knock the cost of you know the quarterback down a little bit. The Bears aren't going to take a quarterback. Right. They could obviously trade the pick. There's that, but. If you can get a quarterback at a you know a slightly bigger discount, you can get the same guy. It's an interesting yeah. approach. And so that's true. Lovey Smith had a, a meeting with the owner um, a day before the game, and they must have walked out of there. There's no way that Lovey Smith gets fired after getting the win after that game. That they walked away uh, happy in that meeting. There was Lovey Smith was told this is your last game. That right. there's there's no other outcome that that makes sense after him being fired after getting the win so he says f you to the owner i'm on my way out like i'm it was it was it was a great it was it was awesome to watch um that was and probably the best the game other in thing, week 18 the other thing too is the colts are trying to lose because the colts also have not only a decent pick they would get a better pick of their own and that now opens up chicago who doesn't need a quarterback to trade with uh to jump houston to get a to get a quarterback so everything worked out for the colts the texans were trying to win it was just it was just fun to watch everyone loves to hate on houston because of how they've handled their shit in the last oh yeah i mean yeah that that owner is a a known piece of shit too so i'm sure lovey smith had no problem rallying the team (laughs) um in in other news player news jj watts retiring i tossed it in here just an interesting little tidbit um, guy who had a pretty stellar NFL career is now gone. And I think this is really a, a mass exodus from Arizona. I mean, you're going to, you're about to see just pieces fall by the wayside. Yeah, that's see, that's interesting. We have a, a part of this discussion about Arizona later on um, that I can, but as far as the JJ Watt thing goes, like big round of applause, that guy, especially even talking about Houston, he raised how many millions of dollars for, uh, Houston when when uh, he was over there for their um, hurricane or whatever it was um, now forget but was that Katrina 
um could could be uh, it, it, it sucks that I'm 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 blanking on I thought it was the, it was the flooding in Houston. There was like a few the years flooding, ago. Whatever it was, what it was, he was JJ Watt's been a an all time NFL um it was Hurricane Harvey. Harvey. Yeah. So um congrats to him. Um also congratulations to uh new <laughs> Ravens middle linebacker, uh I I believe highest paid linebacker in the league now, uh Roquan Smith. Uh, signing a five-year, hundred million dollar extension, uh, sixty million dollars guaranteed. Um, First and... off-ball linebacker to ever clip uh, the hundred million mark. Yeah, that's, good for him. That's, that's nuts. So you know, some good defensive things going around. Um, so I like that. Um, I, I think this whole next part is should this is going to be a whole big lump. Um, let's start off with the fact that Cliff Kingsbury was fired. All right, um, that's big. So I'll let you guys. Yeah, he seemed to take it well. <laughs> yes, think, very well. <laughs> I think he was uh, at his wits end, let's say, with Kyler Murray. Uh, I don't think the two of them got along. I don't think he saw a future for them where they were going to succeed together. I think he is kind of onto greener pastures in his mind and possibly in reality. Um, I, I don't think he's in a bad mood at all. I think he's, I think he's looking forward to the future. Uh, as for the Cardinals, who they bring in, I'm not sure what I did here today via Twitter was that Sean Payton was openly saying that he is a fan of Kyler Murray and he has permission from the saints to speak with Arizona. So yeah. And that's that he should, he should be saying that about any quarterback, any potential team that he could go to. Um, I mean, he's, he's under six one, so he's probably a fan. He he (laughs) loves those short guys. This is true. Look, problem is he is not going to run did. that Drew Brees offense. He is not oh, going to have that. No. Thing is, is he gets in a room with him a couple times. He's going to be like, this guy is not smart enough. He is. Mm-hmm. He's not Drew Brees. You know, Drew Brees was someone, yeah, undersized, but yeah, he worked tackle, his ass off. Yeah, knowing right. a playbook. <laughs> but, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I don't know that he's not smart enough. I think he just is not going to try that hard. Work ethic, right? Yep. Right, yeah. which kind of goes hand in hand. Right, not not smart enough to be mature right um so yes yeah, so uh also the gm re- uh, resigned um uh, they said to be health you know with this uh, steve kime i believe it is um health for his family or, or what whatnot um there's a lot of sourness around around the cardinals right now and you talked about even the uh, mass exodus with jj watt retiring and and they've already come out said to deandre hopkins is someone that they're they're willing to trade um so that's it's there's in my mind no way she, Sean Payton comes out of retirement to go to a rebuilding team. So right, and and you take I wouldn't think so. All that together, add in Zach Hertz is dealing with a long road ahead for his recovery from his knee injury. Uh, so likely you're playing Trey McBride if anything. So you have another position that is weak considering what Sean Payton likes to run. Um, and if DeAndre Hopkins actually does leave, you're left with Marquise Brown. By himself again. Welcome back to the Ravens. Glad you came. Uh, good luck being a number one again, which you can't do. Or AJ Green, Greg, Greg Dorch, whoever else is going to be the backups. Like Rondell Moore if a, he's ever healthy. Rondell Moore if he Green, can stay on the field. Yep. Green also doesn't have a contract, so it's not like he's guaranteed to stay. Yeah, I would say Green is. He, he wouldn't want to stay too. for. He might not even. You know, even if he even if he plays, he's not going to want to play to a team that's rebuilding. I yeah. love how we and, didn't even say Robbie Anderson. Oh yeah, I can't <laughs> that guy right. <laughs> Uh, and then defensively, I mean, you have J.J. Watt retiring. Chandler Jones is no longer on the team. So you've got And who's nobody. the safety there? Or the, um, fuck, what's his name? Buda Baker is a safety yeah, there. Yeah, he, he's, he's aging. 
been injury prone the last couple of years. Yep. Yeah, he's he's got a massive contract. So if, although if you, although Sean Payton knows a thing or two about uh, really high dollar caps. <laughs> oh yeah, he'll make it work. Don't worry. Make it work. But but for the D Hop news, I I know there's rumors that you know the 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 Pats could be a destination, which I would love. But that just means there are the, 31 teams in the league that are interested. In right, right. Guys. But I mean, like I did see like a few Twitter things. Like that's one of the the teams you could go to because we have you know enough money to get them. Not with Bill O'Brien. So if you want to hop, Bill O'Brien's not there. That's that the is one thing such I do a want good to say. point. There's no way he would go there if Bob was the OC because he hates. Yeah. They, so do you yeah. want Bob or D-Hop? These, man, man, these Patriot coaches have alienated themselves. <laughs> Seriously. Have, like, and, and, and it's like when Hopkins even has – I'm sure he's going to have a choice too. You know, he, he oh, can't yeah. restructure his contract when he gets here. He's going to be making less. Um, I don't know what Arizona's state tax is, but I'm sure it's not like Massachusetts. Um, so yeah, it's a red state, so it's probably like nothing. We're 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 really looking at some 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 tough areas here. You're right. If if Bill O'Brien's there, I mean, even Cliff Kingsbury is an option to come to the Patriots for an offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I would assume that they actually had a good relationship, but who who's to say? Maybe they didn't. Yeah, uh, three three percent in Arizona, so only a two percent difference from Massachusetts for income tax. Uh, yeah, don't forget about the billionaire tax. That was that was included two point nine eight. Two point three five without the, the, the Massachusetts. Oh, I don't know what Massachusetts changes. It just it labeled it oh. for me easily on the Arizona website. Oh, okay. All right. I was gonna say they're just the, two different brackets. The milli- I believe the millionaire tax is an added three percent on top of our five percent. You know what? I don't have to worry about paying that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't. We, we haven't hit that market yet. Jesus Christ! If we were if we were making thing. a million dollars, our podcast would have many more followers. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, Arizona is a clusterfuck. Uh, Sean Payton has his options around the league. Um, I believe a Broncos is is one that uh, he he's looked at, um, or they are talking to him. Um, I can't spot. remember. I, I can't remember of uh, any others off the top of my head. Maybe the Colts. It maybe asked for them. The um, Colts asked for it, but they have not responded. It was the last thing I saw. Or sorry, not the Colts asked. Um, shit, what was it? Something about Sean Payton expressed an interest to interview with the Colts, and they said we're not ready to deal with that conversation yet. Which is just so weird. It's such a Colts weird. They were like, one of the first ones to fire a coach. Yeah, just like a weird they, gym or they really, Yeah, they should really want to get done. No, no, man, I'm high. Yeah. Like, I got I to gotta take a few more pills before I can talk about this, man. Next day, there was someone I was supposed to call today. Who the fuck was uh, that? I'll figure it out. Who was I supposed or, to call? Do you remember? Oh, I'll be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. But, the, the Texans was the other one. Oh, yeah, I the see. Texans mm. are a big one. The Texans are an interesting spot, too. I mean, I wouldn't mind going there if I was Peyton. But you get to pick your quarterback. You get to pick your quarterback. You've got, uh, you know, promising young running back. I think is a safe way to put it. I think. And Brandon Cooks, I think, if you get McVay in there and a yeah, Brandon Cooks is a friend of Sean Payton. He he could stay there, right? From the Saints days. Yeah, I think Payton drafted him. Yeah. So very interesting little dynamic that they have going there, Um, and they their defense is not as bad as they look on paper. So, uh, no, I think that's a nice little. They took Stingley last year in that draft, and Stingley played well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with right coaching, uh, this team could turn around. The interesting um, thing, though, for Denver is that he has Vic Fangio allegedly tied to him. Yes, as good point. Good defensive point. coordinator, and Fangio washed out of Denver with this same ownership group. So, 
yeah. be interesting to see oh, him go back. There, I mean, there's a lot. Wait a minute, though. Is are we sure it's the same ownership group? Because they did get bought out last year. Like I guess it's the same ownership group. I just should say Elway is involved. So. And yeah, 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 yeah. Right. There are but, still yeah, the same right. decision makers there. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, as you're, far as you're right. It's a different ownership, but um, yeah, I just meant Elway. Yeah, it's just like more would would Fangio want to go there? I'm pretty sure Peyton is going to stick by his staff. Um, yeah. Let's go now to the Jets. Uh, they fired Mike Lafleur, um, not Matt Lafleur in Green Bay, and not um, Mike Lafleur, a good friend of ours. No, no, no. <laughs> Although that would be sweet for him to get fired in the NFL as a head coach, <laughs> uh, just because he'd still be making something. Um, which is interesting because I thought that they had something good going together him and um robert sala but uh maybe there is a lot more to that relationship between him and zach wilson than people let on um maybe he wanted to move on and and the owner said no (laughs) it could be it could be so many things too it could be moving on it could have been that lafleur was involved in the conversations to pick zach wilson he said hey i don't trust your judgment anymore it could be like so many different things but uh it could be that Sala and Kingsbury are friends from their days out West. Um, who knows? That's true. Actually, uh, speaking of old friends and Matt LaFleur, he has said that he's open to a reunion with Nathaniel Hackett, which I find is absolutely hysterical because Aaron Rodgers, while didn't have a great year, he was a little bit more quiet and not hissy fitting throughout the season, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Hackett had a lot to do with that. Oh yeah! After watching what he did in Denver, I'm sure Aaron Rodgers is is not a fan of uh, seeing that back in his locker room after right. finally being rid of it for a season. So, um, I was going to move on to the Rams. Their yeah. defensive coordinator Raheem Morris interviewing at Indy in Denver this week. So that was the one. That's what I saw. Indy said, "Let's see how it goes with Raheem Morris before we talk to Sean Payton." And I was like, "That's a it weird is. move." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just remember yes. thinking. Uh, I think you have that backwards. I think Raheem Morris should actually do pretty well because I think he was an uh, interim candidate somewhere, interim head coach two years ago, three years ago, and did a pretty good job bringing a team. I can't remember if it was Wasn't Houston. Was it with the Broncos? Or... Am I confused? I thought it was like Houston or Atlanta, maybe. Uh, but um, either way, he, he he's a decent candidate. Um, I... I don't want to make assumptions, but I know that everyone has the Rooney rule um, uh, to deal with Fal- Falcons. Yeah, it's okay. So the Falcons, mm-hmm. um, Jim Caldwell is one that's uh, going around interviewing places. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, and McVeigh, um, his offensive coordinator too, was told he can go look around as well. Well, he told his, his entire staff, like, Hey, it's a free for all go out. Yeah. You know, do your thing if you can get a job, get it. Which scary. The Rams are. I also saw the <laughs> blow it up. The Eagles gave permission to Shane Steichen. Steichen. Yes, to, and he said, "I'm gonna finish up with this team first, and then I'll worry about what I'm gonna do next year." Oh, really? That's interesting. I was gonna say he should be one of the leading candidates. He should. League. He should. But I think he, as a person, is playing the uh, as... company card. Like, I'm gonna He's... finish up my job here and then mm-hmm. move on, which I think teams respect. He's, it's like he's looked around the league play, and but... saw the openings and went, "Nah, I'll pass <laughs> for now." If if if, if McVay <laughs> retires, though, I'm like, the yeah. Rams. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um, 
get to the playoffs, some impact impacts. Mm. Um, yeah, right, a couple so, of injuries here. Yeah, I mean, I think the b- biggest one, which is Baltimore. What the fuck are you doing to us, Lamar Jackson? Is, there was a chance he could play that next week when he got hurt. He's now going to miss a six straight game. He hasn't even touched the practice field in six straight weeks. I don't think he touched it today, right? Nope, on not, not in the open portion to reporters. I, w- I would be shocked if he is on there t- tomorrow or any time. Tyler this Huntley week. also did not practice today. Right. So mm-hmm. who's the other guy? Is it uh, Anthony, <laughs> Anthony Brown? Anthony Brown. Who Anthony sucks. Brown. <laughs> no, He's not um, a great football player. They're playing. Who are they? Who are they, they, would, they should have kept. I think it was Dobbs that went. Oh, they're playing uh, Cincinnati. Somewhere. So yeah. uh, Cincinnati should should win. I think that they're like minus think so. nine point five right now. <laughs> they, I mean, they just housed them last week. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they have to play them again. Um, yeah, that's. I, I'm really interested to see what happens this offseason with Lamar Jackson. Like he, he might not be the quarterback for the Ravens next year. I think that's why they haven't signed him yet. Yeah, I think it's a, a very likely situation that he's not the quarterback. Um, they're gonna have to pay him a ton. Whoever's gonna pay him is gonna pay him an arm and a leg. And yeah, he's at least getting what like Kyler got paid. Yeah, and you need an offense that's tailored directly to him. Um, a lot of teams aren't willing to do that. You know, he doesn't, and then he doesn't fit a lot of other teams. And can he play as a pocket passer? I mean, I th- I think yes, but has he done it consistently? No, not really. So I think a lot of teams have a lot of question marks. Um, so if the Ravens don't pay him, I'm curious to see who will. I hope it's the Patriots. <laughs> That'd be something. Get him they, in. They can also tag Kingsbury, him. So there's that. We could have a tag and a sitting holdout situation on our hands. Uh, we love um, those. <laughs> I would really, I think that's something to really take a look at if you're a dynasty owner of Lamar Jackson, though. Uh, like personally, I'm, I am a dynasty owner of Lamar Jackson. I know we, our league's a little bit different. We'll have to re sign him next year. Uh, but if you see a, a holdout looming, I don't think you can go into this next upcoming season with any confidence that he is going to play week one. Even without the holdout, it is entering territory for a Russian quarterback of his length of time in the NFL that you start to get question marks. Robert Griffin III didn't last very long. You know, I don't have to go down the list. The only other one that has lasted long because he had a two-year break was Mike Vick. So <laughs> to your there's, break, yeah. there's, yeah. there's, I don't think what is the longevity look like for a player like this? And Vic, right. and Vic only lasted longer because he was a backup to McNabb and Big Ben for so many years. Like he played for a long time, but he actually didn't start for, you know, but yeah, I mean, um, which is kind of shocking that, you know, Arizona broke the bag and paid Kyler all that money <laughs> because, Especially a guy like that that size, like Lamar is much bigger than that guy. He should last longer. But again, like, you're right. We've seen RJ three out of league in four. Look at the biggest one, Cam. Four, five years. What did Cam Newton have? Eight. Yeah, well, good he, seasons. He lasted a lot longer than a lot of people. That I mean, he was one of the best players of our time when he was, you know, MVP. Yeah. But yeah, dude, he Cam, lasted longer Vince than Young, I really did think. Like. <laughs> Vince Young broke down quickly. Uh, he just got fat, though. But yeah, Vince Young. Yeah, was he, he say, had fat he's and also, lazy. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, that was a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're looking at what year six next year, I believe. For Lamar. is it already six? Yeah, yeah. he would have it. He would have his four years, year his fifth year option, and this would be his contract year. Which right. So six. I mean, I, the only guys that are like 
these aren't running quarterbacks, but it's oh, like the ones who get outside barely the pocket. Played his first, that's right. Like if you were to take Pat Mahomes and put him in that conversation, like sure he's made it and he plays outside the pocket a lot, but you don't see Pat Mahomes take a hit hardly ever. I mean, he gets out of bounds. He's smart. Lamar Jackson's not getting out of bounds. It's nearly as often. Uh, Josh Allen, different well, guy. De- he, designed runs. I mean, you're talking well, yeah. about a 15% spike for Jackson to any other running quarterback. Um, agree, maybe yeah. outside of Justin Fields right now. I think he's probably yeah. in that category. But yep. uh, anyway, that is why he's not playing this week. Uh, we'll go to the next one. Um, Mike Williams is dealing with a lower back injury. Uh, Mike Williams hurt. No, no I way. think he's he's limited, which is a good sign. Yeah. Okay. Right. He play, had X-rays uh, or the, MRIs. Yeah. They said they were negative. So. Yep, I think he's already back on the field in a limited fashion. Um, yeah. w- which it's Wednesday now, so that's good news. Um, they play the Jags this week. That 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 game could could go either way. On paper, the Chargers sh- should win, but they love losing <laughs> in, in the first round of playoffs. So, who knows? Yeah, I believe they have that move patented. So, um, And then the Dolphins, Tua is out, not cleared by the doctors. That hurts. Me a bloodbath. Uh, yeah, so yeah. their third stringer, I guess, is going to play. He struggled to get nine points dead. last week against the Jets. Yeah, They're playing the Bills this week. This playing is going to be so unfair. Like, this could be, this be George so TCU. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> and also, remember... Raheem Mostert's likely out with uh, yeah. the he broke his wrist. Yeah, so I'll start the line right. at sixty-five to seven. <laughs> I think they, they, I think they pull their starters. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, yeah, I was, I the backup serious. quarterback's gonna be in. Was it Matt yeah. Barkley or something? Yeah. yeah the so, Bills go, oh, we didn't get that first round a, by, so I guess we'll just yeah. sit our starters. If you're doing a playoff challenge in fantasy to pick a QB each week, go for Barkley. <laughs> He'll probably <laughs> play at least the second half and get you at least like fifteen points. Oh yeah. Yeah, that that that's bad. Um, Dallas, I'm going to start with the top talents of the year. Yes, sir. Quarterback position, 2022 top tier ballers. Pat Mahomes, 428.9 points in what I consider to be standard quarterback scoring, one point for 20 yards passing, four point touchdowns, yada yada yada. Josh Allen, second place, 412.2 points, and Jalen Hurts bringing up the third place podium spot with 384 points even in 15 games. So. He had two games less than Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes, but uh, I think they, I think he would at least had a bid for the number one spot if he had stayed healthy. Uh, but as it is, Pat Mahomes gets the title this year. I would have guessed Josh Allen at the beginning of the year, but Patty Mahomes gets back up there. Him and Kel- uh, Kelsey connecting all over the field. He did it with the lack of receivers that we all dogged him for in the offseason. Apparently, it doesn't matter when you're that damn good. He's good. Right, he's a uh, good throw of the football, as they say. Yep. Um, I'll take the... Re- the RBs, um, Eckler first with 319.2 points, CMC second through 313.9 full season. I know he's banged up here and there, but he played every game and traded and still had this success. Fantastic. Josh Jacobs, probably the biggest shock, uh, 301.8 points. A guy you probably got in the sixth, sixth to eighth round, depending on wh- what draft you're in. Um, Craig's. This is your guy. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it brings it, it's bring confidence back because everyone was dogging him. Um, we'll see what ends up happening in this contract here because who knows? Um, they should have they should have picked that option. Pick up the oh, option. Yeah. Maybe the Raiders will sign Lamar Jackson and Josh Jacobs. 
There's uh, quite no, a bit that's going to go on the Raiders this year too. Again, mm-hmm. um, and Josh McDaniels will fuck it up. So, <laughs> uh, um, wide receiver position, not much of a shock. Justin Jefferson leads all wide receivers with 304.7 fantasy points. Tyreek Hill second at 287.7, and Devontae Adams 285.5. Again, not a shock. This makes a lot of sense. Some people maybe faded Hill a little bit because of Jalen Waddle. But he's still Tyree Kill, so people still had him in their top five wide receivers for the most part. Um, but Adams and Jefferson were there. No question asked. I think Justin Jefferson is the clear number one next year for wide receivers um, going off the board. And, and people will be talking 101 with him next year. I think I would. <laughs> like It's just, yeah, it's just so much safer. You got to keep him in the conversation. The other guy that should be up here probably is Cooper Cup if we had done points per game. Um, he, you know, he went yes. down, but he was, he was crushing it before the injury. So he would probably be in the mix. I don't know that he would outpace that, any of these guys, you know, season long, especially losing Stafford, but somebody to think about, he'll be back next season. Um, tight ends to finish it off. Travis Kelsey in a league of his own. I mean, you can't even compare any other tight end to Kelsey at this point, 261.3 points. Uh, the next closest guy is Hawkinson, almost a hundred points back, 172.4 then you had uh, Kittle at 170.5 and Mark Andrews bringing up the fourth place position. I toss him in here at 154 points just to show the gap between first, second, third, and fourth. I mean, it's significant here. It's insane. Um, you're oh, you're yeah. talking about 25 point gaps or, uh, between fourth and then second and third and then 100 points back up to first place. So if you are sitting on the fence and you're saying, hey, what should I do? Who should I take for the tight end position? And you're not thinking it's Kelsey and you're thinking, you're going to get cute and pick somebody else that's going to compete with them. I'd just say, you know, think, think again, buddy. Well, yeah, I mean, Chelsea put up uh, another wide receiver, five, six performance, probably, <laughs> you know, it's, it's the guy's nuts. All right. He's a league. He's a league changer, league winner. I've even heard him being talked about for uh, top five next season. Yeah. At um, this point, if you can do a Mahomes Kelsey stack, you're probably in your championship, whatever else you pick, you could probably not even play anybody else and win six games. Yeah. Yes, I own him in one championship league and it was uh it was a lot of fun. It was it was, it was a very, very safe pick. Second round. Yeah. And then you don't and have to I worry never, about streaming. I never do that too. I never I'm always I'm gonna pick the I'm gonna get the guy in the last round that always fucking kills me. So I'm like, why not just get Kelsey and just that position's done, then I'll figure out everything else. Yeah, which I did, so Disappointments and losers. Bow, bow, bow. Who has You want to take it? I guess I'll do. I'll, yeah, I'll do quarterbacks. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, this one sucks. Dak Prescott, uh, turnover machine this year. I'm not sure if he led the league in turnovers, but uh, he tied with uh, Davis Mills. Okay, there. Oh, that's good. Good company. <laughs> Um, 18th, 18th in the league in fantasy points. Uh, I believe he did also have an injury. It was a thumb injury is out four weeks, blah, blah, blah. But outside of that, he, he still did terrible. Um, Kyler Murray, uh, also did miss games, but again, while he was on the field, he did terrible. And for the biggest who played 16 games was not had had an injury riddled year, 236 fantasy points for none other then mr i finally beat the amount of bathrooms in my house russell wilson oh he did I, I... <laughs> yes he the did nathaniel week, hackett was fired that's, that's right okay. then had like, like four two, yeah 
No, he just did a remodel on his house and he erased yeah, two he baths. Erased <laughs> <laughs> there are now uh, half baths. Yeah, that 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 was a, a bad, bad year. All right, I'll go into the running backs. Uh Chase Edmonds, a guy people took in the mid rounds, you know, way on RBs. Big miss. 59th overall. I was on two teams. Barely used on on either team. Uh, Cream Hunt, 40th overall. Um, actually, I think he fin- finished better than I thought. He was just freaking ho- horrible. If you didn't cut him w- w- week seven, you're probably losing every game. Um, probably the biggest one is Jonathan Taylor. It kind of has to be. He's the consensus 101 of 2022. 34th overall. Uh, injury plagued, but um, still rough. Still when he played, it was one good game and then just some dud games. He had Dion Jackson kind of doing okay too. And I don't know. It was just very bad year for JT, but I probably won't knock him too hard on this next year. I won't take him one-on-one though. That That's for damn sure. Yeah. He's probably still a top fiver, but one-on-one can't, can't do that. Um, yeah. First round. Wide receiver. Yeah, definitely. Wide receiver position. Uh, we had Debo coming in at 38th overall, 140.4 points. Uh, he missed four games over the course of the season, two in the middle, then two at the t- towards the end, uh, week 16, 17. So you lost them for your championship and then your playoff push. So that hurt you a lot as a fantasy player. You probably expected at least a wide receiver to uh, for- performance out of him. And this really didn't get it consistently. IU kind of came on and definitely limited Debo, change a quarterback, yada, yada, yada. Christian McCaffrey going there. You can name any number of reasons, but end of the day, he just didn't put it up. Uh, Corlin Sutton, he's tied to one of our you know, weaker quarterbacks of the season with Russ Wilson. So this kind of makes sense. He finished 43rd with 127.4 points. He missed two games, but I don't think those two games were going to matter much. Uh, he still would have had a rough season. And then you had Michael Gallup finishing 68th. He was a big pickup or big, uh, I don't want to say sleeper pick by a lot of people, but a lot of people thought after he signed that big contract in Dallas, he was going to be number two alongside CeeDee Lamb. And he just never got it going with Dak or whoever else was under center there. Only 85.9 points. It's just not even breaking 100. That's terrible. He's better as a third. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> when, oops, yeah. Cooper was Noah there. Brown was a better two. I mean, straight up. Um, and then you had MT. I threw him on here just for fun. He was uh, 114th on the season. What Barely played. Didn't play. Sucks. Uh, what did he play? Two games. And he looked good in two games. and then Two touchdowns played. in two games. Yep. And then I never saw him again. Really hurt my fantasy team. Thanks, bud. Appreciate you. Yeah, he's he's got to be looked at as as uh, one of those guys that I don't know was towards Des Bryant's end of his career and um, some other big names towards the end of their career. Help me out, uh, Andre Johnson, um, Andre Johnson, we yeah. Johnson. Yeah, you wouldn't think it's the end of his career, but fantasy wise, he's doing nothing to help you but hurt you. So, um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't want him anymore. I mean, he was 29 off my years list. old right now. I don't think you can draft him next year. He's been off my list uh, for years, especially this year. There's again, it's one of those. Let someone else deal with it. If he hits, good for that person. I'm not going to be the one that that suffers with it. Right. Wait, Reggie Wayne nailed it. You're welcome. Nailed Reggie. it. Nice. Um, uh, Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, let's see. <laughs> nice. He was. He, That's a good one. <laughs> he wasn't that old. I don't think. He's, He's like twenty six. Yeah. Uh, JJ Arthago Whiteside. <laughs> Never <laughs> thought of going. He, he's still twenty one. Um, <laughs> don't take tight ends, Greg. Uh, yes, I do. Um, or no, I don't. But uh, Mike Asiki, uh, we twenty third on the season. Um, yes, fell off a cliff. Eighty two point two fantasy points. For, front of the program. 
Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, you kind of expect that a little bit, I, I assume, with with Waddle and Hill. Um, but yeah, not a good year. Darren Waller, this was one. Um, uh, high hopes. I mean, people started drafting him in the sixth round-ish. Uh, 28th on the year in fantasy points, 70.8. Um, he did have an injury towards the back half of the year that really left a lot of people screwed. Uh, and then Kyle Pitts. <laughs> I don't think anyone needs to talk more about Kyle Pitts than people have talked about Kyle Pitts all season long. So he is... I don't know what to say. I mean, they'll they'll have a new... Uh, uh, quarterback next year, I'd expect, and probably another new offensive coordinator. I don't know if they had fired one or not, but things have to turn around, right? Are you trying to tell me that Desmond yeah. Ritter is not the solution there? Mm, mm. No, no. I wish he was, but he's not. I know. I like him a lot. I liked him in college, but I, was... I did too. Hey, you know, he was 19 of 30 for 224 and two touchdowns against Tampa in the last week. So. Think about that. A lot of people have had success against him this year. They did <laughs> make true. it to the playoffs at eight and nine, I think. <laughs> that is also true. Yeah, they that, went to the division right. at eight and nine. That conference is good. They have a home game at eight and nine. <laughs> <laughs> they have a home game. Needless to say, though, I will be betting on them to win. <laughs> Me over too. The Cowboys. So. Oh my god, yeah. They're not favored, so it's perfect. <laughs> All right. Uh final start sit percentages. Oof. I'm done with the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go through it real quick. Um, I was at 55.1%. Had to add the 0.1. Um, we needed it. We, we all needed it. To, um, Craig, 50.7, over 50. I absolutely gave up at the end of the year. <laughs> over 50. It's fine. Um, Dow is 54.2. And as a league, um, our buddy Dickie did a few... The last few weeks, I think he was around like 53 to 54%. Uh, but TSF as a total was 53.45. I don't know what we were at last year. I feel like it was around the same. I think we were a little bit higher, 57s to 60, I think. I think. Um, I don't think it was that high. I think you said that, and I look back one time, like, yeah, no, we were w- way lower. I think Tom <laughs> yeah. was at 60 by himself, and we were that all like lower it. 50s. Yeah. In any case, the important caveat to all these numbers is what it always is. These are guys that are fringe starters that we're trying to help you out with. Should I play this guy? Should I not play this guy? If we're hitting on over half of them, it's not bad. It's actually pretty damn good. It's not like I'm saying start Pat Mahomes and sit Skylar Thompson. You know, I'd hit 100% if I did that. We're saying start Jeff Wilson, uh, sit Alvin Kamara. You know, trying to help you hit on the right weeks on guys like Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson. Like, let me help you pick between those two. And if we hit that more than half the time, you know, honestly, help you win some games. It's it's been like starting eight sleepers a week for each of us, and getting more than half of those is great. Yeah, I I mean, it literally could just be sleepers instead of like, oh, start starting RB because like every time we're like, oh, that's too obvious that. That's yeah. too obvious. That's too obvious. That's yeah, too by, obvious. And by the time we stop going down, obvious, down, I'm down, RB20. Like, <laughs> I'm like, fuck, he's right. He's an RB28. All right. Uh, yeah. all, all it's my RB28, and we're, and we're charging you 15 points for a hit. Like, hey, God damn. All right. So if my, yeah, when there was if my 20, RB20 doesn't finish as an RB1, I somehow miss. When there was yeah. like 20 good quarterbacks towards the end of the season, and you had 10 that were automatic, <laughs> what, are you, what are you supposed to do? The QBs are tough. And then the tight ends, like, well, I can't just say start Kelsey. Andrews or Kelsey right. or Kittle. So you look at me, you're like, oh, no, Shay, sit him now. Andrews, 
Kelsey, Waller, Kittle, uh, like TJ Hawkinson. Uh, all right, okay, so to start Gerald Everett again. Dude, it was so many weeks of oh. Gerald Everett. It was either hit or, like, I don't know. It's... I had I had a lot of Fryermuth weeks, I think. Yep, Fryermuth. I, I tried I Cole Komet in the middle of the year. He hit a couple, yeah, a couple times. I did, I did, uh, I, I did try to start him in the beginning of the year. That was terrible. Um, getting one catch a game, but, yeah, uh, right. yeah. Um, and as for our sleepers, so this, this percentage does include our, our sleepers. I didn't go through that yet uh, before the pod. I know Craig, you, you probably led all of us in sleeper hits. I think that's, what... I don't feel like I hit a lot of sleepers really? all this year. Wasn't really I, sure. I think you did. The problem was I take it. Kendrick just Bourne take it. Most weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'll, I'll take it if you're saying it. No, um, I, I do remember it'd be like, Oh, like Craig had a, I think it's probably, (laughs) I think it was, yeah, I mean, it's been par for the course the last couple of years. Like, I I guess there's only one thing I can pat my back on is that there was a season that I had missed, I had only missed one sleeper all 17 Mm -hmm. weeks. So was that that two years? Was that that two years ago? Two years ago. Yeah. So again, we're giving you the hard takes. And again, we're, we're, we're thinking about this too. Like we're doing the time and research. Like, all right, what guy makes sense? What guy is up there that could like, and we're not saying like, Oh, bench Damien Harris coming off of an injury. Like, no, that's too, that's too easy. We're saying, right. like, you know, and a lot of these guys too, are the ones that were high on the waiver wires uh, throughout that week. Like, do you yep. really play him? Um, but yeah, it, it, that's the thing. I think that's why I'm so salty is because you put in the research and then, you know, a coin, uh, it, the ball could go one way or the other. A fumble could make or break the 10 fantasy point threshold. Oh, so. make it break. Najee Harris did it to me twice. Every, there was two fumbles all year that he fucked me in. It was like, the, it was <laughs> it was the weeks he was like doing dog shit. I'm like, all right, finally start him. He had like 10 points and then he fumbled them. I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> now it's a miss because <laughs> that freaking fumble. But yeah, um, we'll be a lot better next year. I guarantee it. Science George little... Foreman, guarantee. Yep. Um, we can kind of crank through these. I know it's been a long podcast, but um, season, not season awards, but um, we'll get to that probably the next podcast. Give our, you know, fantasy MVP, boss sleeper. But um, as for our picks, we had breakout sleepers, bounce backs, bus and darts. I'll just go through mine real quick. Um, my breakouts, Trey Lance. Um, he played 1.2 games, got hurt. JK Dobbins <laughs> barely played, looked okay when he played, though. I'll take both of those as a miss. Sleeper, Kenneth Gangwell, big miss. Gerald Everett, not a bad streamer for the year for a tight end spot. Uh, bounce back, Cortland Sutton, woof. Uh, CEH as a bounce back, started off fine. Um, and then he got benched and then hurt. Uh, Antonio Gibson as a bust, I'll, I'll take the hit on that. RB28. Um, then dart throw Kyron Williams. It made so much sense and it looked like it was about to fucking explode and then it just didn't. So that's also a miss. <laughs> uh, I promise to do better next year for everyone. Um, I uh, will go through this quickly. Uh, breakout of AJ Dillon did not happen towards the end of this until the end of the season. Ramondre Stevenson, I think I'm safe to say that I got that one. RB10. He, um, that's, a, that's a hit. But here's where it starts to fall off. So, Michael <laughs> Hardman went out after week nine, unfortunately. Devontae Parker, 
uh, not a sleeper. Bounce back player Robert Woods not ha- didn't happen. Adam Thielen, I said Adam Thielen as a bounce back to get him back into the wide receiver one category. He's still stuck around the two three category this year, so that didn't happen. Uh, bust wildly incorrect with Miles Sanders. Dart throw is Quadriolis, and he never saw a snap. So. <laughs> I will season. say McCole Hardman, I'll take as a hit. Like, like he did. He get was, hurt. I know he was on his way, but he, it didn't end up happening. He was water through 17 wing it hurt. If you drafted him, he helped you win some weeks. And I think you take that as, you know, the, he get hurt. Yeah, I mean, there's some ups and downs in there, most, yeah. mostly downs, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll come back again. I'll, I'll try and give you my 2021 numbers. Uh, those are, those are much, much better. Yeah, we uh, had some good years. I think every year just gets worse and worse. They, they it gets NFL harder and harder. It's all these coaching changes that fuck everything up. It, it really is. Uh, all right, I'll try to cruise through mine just as quickly. Um, I had for my breakout Travis Etienne, who finished RB seventeen. So I'm going to take that. I promise you a running back to finish. So he, he's in that in that range. Or I said a a high end running back to finish. So he's right in that in that range. I expected from him. Uh, hopefully we'll see more next season as he continues to grow as a player. Jerry Judy, that's a tougher one to say I hit on. I'd say if anything, I'd have to give myself a miss. He did look like he played better and he had better numbers than he has in any other season, but it wasn't the explosion as a wide receiver two that we had hoped for. So I'm not going to take any hit on that sleeper, huge misses all over the place. KJ Osborne and Kendrick Bourne. Uh, neither one of them did anything. Kendrick Bourne was barely on the field. KJ Osborne didn't show up until week 15. Uh, both big misses. Bounce backs. Lamar Jackson came out the gate hot. Looked like he was going to bounce back. Uh, didn't really end up that way. He had, I think, two or three hot games to start the season. And then it was just downhill from there. Uh, I think yeah. he ended that quarterback 14. And he lost that's, his wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> his, that's, his, his lone wide receiver. That's pretty much what you expect yep. out of him. Yeah, he also lost his ability to throw the ball to Mark Andrews for a long while. So we'll see what the hell happens next season if he's even there. Uh, my other bounce back, Saquon Barkley. Definitely hit that one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he played a full season, which I think we all hoped for, but none of us really expected. It's good to see him out there. This is what you what you get out of a guy that has that amount of talent when he plays a full a full slate of games. Um, my bus was Brees Hall. Technically, I guess you could call it a hit if you count the injury, but I don't. I'm calling it a miss. If he had played a full season, look at what he did. He took over from Michael Carter almost from day one. Uh, that was the you know antithesis to my argument. I said Michael Carter was going to fend him off. Brees Hall would be you know involved, but maybe a 50-50, 60-40 split. It was Brees Hall, 90-10. So bust, missed on that one. Dart throw, Terrace Marshall. You're asking yourself, who is Terrace Marshall? Yeah, that's right, because I didn't hit on him. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he. I, I, I'll, I'll expand on it. Terrace Marshall ended up being the wide receiver, too, in Carolina and still couldn't catch more than two balls a game. So <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Um, He's not the next Justin Jefferson. Fine, guys. I was wrong. <laughs> Apparently, right. every it's wide right. receiver gone. that goes to LSU isn't Justin Jefferson. Now we know that. Yep. Um, some bold pr- predictions. I couldn't find the podcast. We did our final ones. I don't doubt you found it while we were talking before the pod. But um, my article from, I think it was July or August, uh, Mike Evans will be a top three wide receiver in 2022. False. He was wide receiver 11. Um, Ramon just even simple out produced Damon Harris hit RB 10 compared to RB 50, and then Hunter Henry will be a tight end one. Um, just says, fuck you, P- Patricia. <laughs> so that was uh, a miss. Yeah, I did find mine. It was Kendrick Bourne and KJ Osborne would finish as wide receiver threes or better. They finished closer to wide receiver 300, <laughs> so uh, that was a miss. 
Um, I did find Scott, you had another one in there that Marvin Jags would leave, or sorry, Marvin Jones would leave, <laughs> leave the Jags in uh, in fantasy points. I'm, oh, gonna, I'm not even gonna look. Not even gonna look that up. I'm gonna know that. There is a shotgun bet about Marvin Jones. <laughs> which which right, one is it? I don't remember. Um, it's got to be. We'll have docket. to look that up. Okay. but it might be in that docket. Is it? Is it I, Isaiah Jones? <clears throat> it was. It was Marvin Jones, Zay Jones. I think. Tom oh, we all took somebody. It. I think we I had say you had you obviously had Marvin Jones. We know that. Oh yeah. And uh, I don't Zay, know. Did you have Lavishka before he got traded? I, have n- I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to look back at that, but that's true. I do and remember then, something in that. One uh, celeb shot on this one. Jeff had for a bold prediction that Javante Williams would lead the league in rushing. Uh, that didn't happen because he got hurt, but also he wasn't on pace to be anywhere close to that. So yeah, be, oh, he also played for Denver. So probably best <laughs> yeah, he took a year off with Nathaniel Hackett yeah. as the uh, coordinator. Yeah, that's just smart, but he, he saw it coming from a, uh, a mile away and just cut his own ACL. And I missed the uh, bold predictions podcast due to probably some sort of sickness I was dealing oh, with. Oh, that's probably that's probably why Jeff was on it. Yeah, that I had uh, I had some sicknesses going on early in that time, but. Um, I again, I apologize for listeners because you you didn't get the whole three minute long speech of a team, <laughs> and we can't look back on it to figure out if I was right or wrong. I promise, part of it. I promise to do better. Yeah, next year, 2023. To be able to accelerate it, and we can listen to it at fast yeah. speed as our intro for the power hour, which is coming up. I know yeah, that's all get, your favorite podcast for that. Yeah, um, we'll figure it out, but it'll be soon. Another week or two, maybe less. Sure, maybe. All right. Um, <laughs> I guess I'll take us out. Um, for Dow's, Craig, and myself, and Tom, of course, doing the intro each time. Um, thank you for a fantastic season. We'll have some pods in the next couple of weeks. Um, watch the NFL playoffs. It's gonna be fun. Uh, Chiefs are probably gonna win it all, but um, Chiefs and Bucks in the finals. I probably hope the Niners win. Oh, see, I got, I got what I said in the beginning: Buffalo, Tampa. Buffalo Tampa. All right. I think all right, we'll stop our Buffalo Tampa. I got um realistically, I will say Niners and Chiefs. Uh yeah, I'm going Niners, Buffalo. All right. All right. Uh you know what? Let me audible. I'm gonna go Niners Bengals just because I like the Bengals more. I think Buffalo will be there, Man. but I want the Bengals to win. I just want to I want to be able to root for what I want to happen. That's fair. All right. Well, there you have it. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All that fun stuff. Um, also, stay flipped. This life is more than ordinary. Can I get you maybe even three of these? Coming from a space to teach you what the pleiades. Can't stop the spirits when they need you. This life is more than just a read-through.